0: what's up stalemates welcome back to another episode of this nameless show at this point we should probably just call it the stalemate show and then we'll figure it out as we go along um the show is brought to you by barbarian apparel they are the best apparel company in the game we've been with them for about two and a half years something like that and they've treated us right every step of the way and they can treat you guys right as well scroll down click the link to check out barbarian apparel today All right. Big weekend of wrestling, Iowa state versus Wisconsin. We had North Dakota state, Nebraska app state versus NC state. We had the Clarion open. We had the Southeast open. We had the Princeton open. We had the Michigan state open big weekend of wrestling. We're going to get into all of it. But at the top of the show, we're going to break down my favorite team, Iowa state versus Wisconsin. It was. It was pretty electric if you're an Iowa State fan, which I am, so we're going to get into that. But first, let me introduce my co-host. We got Corby out in, I'm pretty sure he's in Arizona right now. And we got my other co-host, Jake Tyler, is missing. He is on the road to St. Louis getting some business done. Corby, how you doing, my friend?
1: Doing great, man. How you doing back there in
2: Iowa?
0: It's going good. It's going good. Fall is here. Wrestling season is here. I got the hot guys in my mention, so you know I'm ready. Jake, how you doing?
2: I'm good. Time change means uh, wrestling's here. So, got super dark early, but but that just means it's wrestling season. So super excited. Absolutely. The discord
0: is fired up. I don't know if you boys have been able to tell, but wrestling chatter is going on. So why don't we get into this Iowa state, Wisconsin duel? I'll probably start off the show because I want to get my feelings out there. I could not be happier with where this team is so early on in the year. I did a preview show on the Patreon, which if you guys are not familiar, we have a Patreon $3.99. You guys can go and check it out. Just some bonus content on there, but I did a little bit of a breakdown and I did not have Iowa state looking in this good i actually had us losing this duel but corby you thought this was pretty obvious tell me your thought process before this duel why you thought it was going to end up the way that it did end up
1: um i just i mean to me i i don't nothing against taylor lamont i just at 33 i i'm not you know i think he'll be good but then you've got I just don't know how good. Right. I think maybe he's ranked a little too high right now. Just my opinion. And you have Redding coming down. And I think people, you know, we saw Redding at 41 last. And I think people just had that in their mind. And Redding's really good. His results at 33 were good. And to me, I just. I don't see a lot of offense for for uh, Lamont. And I just thought that was an easy pick for Redding in in my eyes. And uh and then yeah, the rest of the duel pretty much. I mean, I had a little upset there at heavyweight. I didn't I wouldn't have called, but I told you before, I think I had it, was it maybe 1913 or something like that? So um I had him winning. So when that line came out and they were actually getting points, I mean, we had talked and I was like, Oh my god, like yo, can you call your guy? I mean, do what you can, put the house on it, whatever they'll let you bet, bet it. Cause uh that was that was a lock. I mean, I that was my opinion. Um So, yeah, I mean, that's just the way. And this thing ended up, I mean, did you see that picture of Zargo wrapped up, bleeding through the wrap? I mean, he, this looked like, you know, it turned into a bloodbath. It looked like one team um, was physical and ready to bring the fight. And one team kind of wasn't sure if they were wanting to fight or not. So, um, you know, that happens in early duels sometimes and uh, early in the year. And uh, one team kind of Kept punching one team in the mouth and the other one, you know, only hit back at a few weights and, you know, and got out lopsight. Ended up eight to two. I thought it would be a six, four, maybe, you know, six, four type of match. And ended up eight to two with, you know, Tarakina gets the win. And then, um, you know, between, you know, Panero Johnson. I mean, geez, let's talk about 25, though. What do you think of Tarakina? Um, Jake, your weight class? I mean, what what do you think about this weight?
2: Yeah, you know, I was actually messaging a friend who uh, follows those lines a lot with this weight, and I I told him beforehand I thought this was a toss-up match, and he kind of maybe scoffed at me a little bit on that. But, you know, I've watched Tarikina wrestle a lot, and Barnett, you know, he's a a top-bottom guy, and Tarikina's a a new guy, so I think Tarikina has quick finishes, so he was able to get a couple quick finishes on on Barnett, and the match kind of got a little crazy throughout. I know there was a brick thrown at the end, maybe a potential uh, team point loss. I think that's where they lost that team point uh, when dresser went out on the mat, but uh, yeah, man, Terry looked awesome. I think he stayed out of kind of Barnett's best positions and, you know, Barnett's good, but he takes losses like this all the time. So I, I wasn't super shocked by it, to be honest with you. I, I don't think I predicted it. I, I, I was with you on the reading pick, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of thought Barnett was going to win this one. So as soon as, uh, Tara won, I was texting some friends just being like, man, I, I wish we would have been a little more all in on Iowa state, uh, on the money line there. But, uh, I, but yeah, man, I was super impressed with Tara I thought his, um, his leg attacks looked really good. Um, you know, I don't think this is shocking for, anybody in the know i think he's had some matches like this before so i think he's only going to build on this and um but yeah 33 like you said i was not, not shocked i was a little surprised he won 10 to 4 i think that was um you know i, I would have predicted more of like a 6 to 4 7 to 4 type match but for for reading to do what he did to lamont was was extremely impressive i know I'll let Zach talk maybe a little bit about the first two weights too, but man, those two looked really good.
0: Yeah. I mean, personally, I know I don't sound like much of an Iowa state fan here, but I had us losing both those weights. You know, those are two, two all Americans that, you know, I think most people, Vegas especially probably had their money on, on the badgers there but let's talk about 41 and 49 the theme of this whole weekend for iowa state seemed to be the freshman i believe we have three different freshmen in our lineup over the course of those three duels and i believe they all got a win if i remember right i know the got a win over little rock Panero johnson got a win over austin gomez and uh casey casey swiderski got two wins over two ncaa qualifiers I think the Casey Swiderski haters can kind of pump their brakes a little bit. I know last week I said that I was going to pump my brakes with, uh, you know, his wrestle off against Jacob Frost, and that was a one point. But Casey Swiderski looked good. We didn't really get to see him a ton on bottom um, early in the day. We got to see it a little bit with Zargo, but that match, I don't know. I, I mean, there was a lot to take in there with how how much Swiderski attacks, and I was kind of worried. You know, people are saying that. The weight thing, could he gas late on, you know, later on if he doesn't have his weight under control? But to me, I don't really see a whole lot of red flags in his game right now. Um, maybe, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he looked a little bit under or out of shape against Shannon Hanna, I thought. Maybe there was a couple times going back to the center, he was kind of, you know, sitting there. But who knows? Who knows? Did you guys see any red flags with, with Sudersky that I'm not seeing? Because, I, you know, I got my red and gold glasses on.
2: Corby, Corby, go ahead. I I didn't see any red flags, so i I thought, I thought Sodersky looked like a bad dude. I think he his attitude, his like shoving guys off the edge of the mat, his um little headbutts, things like that. I th- I think he's he's ready to rock and roll. I was I was extremely impressed. Yeah, I do too.
1: I think you know everybody knew he was slick, and I think you know he's got a little chip on his shoulder, right? I think he's out there too, you know want the country you know he's wanting to let everybody know he's here he's not going to back down um so no i think he looked good um you know my only thing is um you know we saw frost in the first duel right so we didn't see him right off the scale right so then he got a little break for campbell and then he got a big break before wisconsin right so you know, and we saw him in the wrestle off, right? And that I I would assume I don't know, but usually they do those around a two hour weigh in. They kind of treat him like a open. So, you know, I'd like to see him, you know, we don't know yet, right, how he's gonna perform one hour off the scale. So um we'll see. I mean, I think he'll be fine, right? I mean, as as he makes weight more and more. I mean, he made weight two matches. I mean, I I bet he I bet he didn't get over 148 pounds there during that event. You know what I mean? So you know he's sticking within striking distance most most guys that are serious are talking about winning titles in all-american they're they're training within seven to ten pounds of their weight class every day in the room they don't usually get too much over that in the season so i imagine you know he's right there striking distance with all all the time so i think he'll be fine
0: uh moving right along to 149 I do want to give a little bit of flowers to Wisconsin's Austin Gomez there. At this point in the duel, it was, what, one, two, three matches to zero for Iowa State. And I think he knew that he was going to have to come in here and really try to not only get some team points on the board, but also try to get some spark on for the Wisconsin Badgers there. and. He did exactly what he did for Iowa State when we wrestled Iowa in 2019. He knew that the duel was on the line. He went out there and threw everything and the kitchen sink when he went against Austin Gomez. And I think he tried doing the same thing here with Pinero, but Pinero was solid, you know, and we've seen Austin Gomez put guys, you know, put them away in those same positions and Pinero was able to fight it off and he looked great. Nine to four, a couple takedowns, I believe. I've been high on Panero for a long time, and I think he's here. I know he was battling some health stuff, but to me, he's another guy. I Don't see a whole lot of red flags right now. Um, but I don't know. What'd you guys see in Panero? I, I was. I'm pretty. I'm just as high on him now as I, as I've always been. So, uh, Corby, I'll let you lead this one off.
1: Um. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was high out of him. Um. High on him coming out of uh, high school. I mean, I said on a show. Um, When he was coming out as a recruit that, you know, he was a third place kid in PA and at the time I thought he was the best third place recruit in the whole country. Right. I said that I thought I was really high on Peniel Johnson coming out. I thought he was raw. I thought he had a lot of talent. Um, So, yeah, that's what I said about him two years ago. I think he's good. Um, I think he can be right there. You know, the health things, you know, with his stamina looks I mean, looks to be figured out to me. Um, But I'm with you. Um, watched Austin Gomez grow up. I mean, Honey Badger, he gives no rip. Um, and so, you know, down nine, oh, you know, captain, leader of that team, he figured he was going to come out and go for it, right? I mean, he's done it his whole life. And, uh, you know, he always believes until there's one or two seconds left on the clock that he can throw you and pin you. So I, I, I don't take anything, um, now I do take something away from it obviously Panero Johnson wins great win awesome but I don't know how much um stock I drop Gomez you know I think maybe what was he ranked in the top he's probably third second third I think third maybe I would maybe drop him maybe to 6 Panero might have been in the teens or I don't know where Panero was he might have been in the 20s but I think Panero might you know jump up maybe let's say he was in the 20s he jumps up cuts that in half maybe to 10 or 12 and austin slides a few but um you know i think gomez you'll see gomez back the results won't you know won't change a whole lot this year i don't think
0: jake do you believe that austin gomez wrestles a different match if it's not in a dual setting like this do you think he was kind of putting himself in more danger than he needed to be because of the dual score Or do you think that's just how austin gomez was going to wrestle no matter what the context was
2: i think that this iowa state duel meant a lot to him Um, and I think he wanted to go out and get a pin early and then on, you throw on top of it that, you know, they lose the first three matches. I think it, I think it means something I'm with Corby where I don't, I don't drop Gomez's stock at all. And, you know, maybe you're a little, maybe you you buy a little bit of Pinero Johnston stock, but I think Pinero is like a perfect match, like perfect style for Gomez. He's short, hard to throw re-attack guy gomez gets his elbows out a little bit on some attacks he you know hit some re-attack stuff so i'm uh i'm not gonna buy too much of pinero stock yet i'm kind of on the wait and see i'm i'm excited to see him over the next couple duels maybe he's gonna you know really surprise me but but i'm i'm with you kind of just um perfect scenario for pinero johnson i'm i mean i think it was talked about it before i know you had gomez getting a pin i, I thought it was going to be like one takedown match just with how uh johnson wrestles but uh i'm i'm with corby gomez is is only gonna get better panero kind of wait on on his stock i guess through the rest of the season
0: 157 here is a weight that iowa state would probably probably be the only weight for iowa state that we probably not gonna spend a whole lot of time talking about iowa state i'll say uh we went all in three this weekend at 157 jason kreiser isaac judge at this point i think it's kind of a toss-up between the two of them um isaac judge lost to campbell and and jason kreiser lost the other two ones but Corby, was there anything at 157 that you want to talk about in that match? Um, maybe give Wisconsin some flowers, considering this is one of the weights that they did win.
1: Um, Yeah, no. I mean, talk about a team leader, though. Um, you know, Garrett comes out, does what he's supposed to do. Um, you know, fundamentals, wins matches, goes, you know, does what he's supposed to do, wins the match. Good for him. Um, with uh, Iowa State, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot here. You're probably going to not know the answer to this, but when we are done with this show, you need to call your boy dresser, <laughs> to find out the answer to this is David Carr certified at 157. The way the way MJ has looked and I believe MJ's a 65, right? And the way this team performed, right? They may be sitting there thinking, "Hey man, we're not we're not far off. We got a bunch of guys here that that knocked off all Americans, that they could be right in the mix. I wonder if that's something, a question that's being had, if he even certified at 57, because at this moment, I mean, you take Gatan down to 65, maybe he's around a 16, around a 12 guy. Carr goes down to 57. I mean, to me, you got to put Carr as being the champ, right? I mean, Carr, O'Connor. Monday. Right. So that's a good mix of guys. But I mean, you'd probably have to rank car number one if he dropped down to 57 and uh, MJ and then you would slide in at 65. And the way that duel went and the guys ain't knocked off. I mean, I don't know. Just my just me thinking. But what do you think, Zach? Uh, I want
0: to challenge you team better. Yeah, no, I I would agree with you on that. And I know that we talked about that. I I would agree that probably makes our best chances at getting a team trophy. um, Probably gives us our best chances at winning some of those duels that you want to win this year. But I would challenge you on that and say that if you're Kevin Dresser and you try to bring in David Carr into your office and you say, hey, we need you to go down to 57 after he just beat a top five guy in Dean Hamidi. I know he's number six on this, but I I would say it's debatable. He's a top five guy. How do you go in there and say, you know, Hey, we need you to go down to 57 when you just beat one of the top-ranked guys at 65.
1: Well, the only reason the only reason this talk could even be had would be that he certified at 57 to keep the option open, right? And right now, with the way the team's performed and hey, you're talking about a team guy, he got recruited here. He ran around with, you know, pom-poms. He was a cheerleader getting these guys' names, getting these guys' names, getting these guys' names, right? So now I mean that wouldn't be a hard if he's certified at 57, no conversation at all. I mean he's a he's a team guy. I mean he he'd go down in a heartbeat. In my opinion, yeah, I know he wants to build into 74 kg to get you know to get to that podium, but you know you got a little bit of time to do that. Just you know this is just us talking. I have no idea, but I need to find out. I mean we need to find out if he's certified down or not, and uh, if that option is open because that makes this team. What you said, 0-3 this weekend at, at at 57. And, you know, there's a lot of duels here that are going to be swung one match either way. And if, you know, if you can't if you can't pick up some matches at 57, you know, you could drop a few duels. So, I don't know. Jake re- trophy. When was the last time that happened there in Ames?
0: 2010, maybe? 09?
1: Mm, 09, 10, maybe. Something like that. 0-9 oh, nine St. Louis.
0: Jake, what's your thoughts on the David Cardin Hamidi match? Couple no. stall calls. I know we talked a little bit. I think we agreed that maybe one of them was uh was a was maybe maybe we could agree that uh he, it was a stall. But then the second one, you're kind of getting shot at one of those weird rule things there. Corby, you're making a face. Do you have something you want to add there? You
1: no. Know, when I said O oh, nine St. Louis, now my brain's thinking back. I'm like, wait, O oh, nine might have <laughs> been Omaha. I'm just in my brain, I I might've been wrong about that. Oh, nine might've been. Now I'm second guessing myself. I I don't remember what oh nine was.
0: Jake, what was your thoughts on the Car Hamidi match?
2: Yeah, you know, I think it went um, kind of how we thought it would go. Maybe there was just more action than than I thought there was going to be. I thought it was going to kind of be a uh, hang around, you know, early takedown, which car did go and get and then kind of just you know, hang out, but no, Hamidi just kept coming. He kept uh, pushing the pace, kind of like all the Wisconsin guys did. You know, I mean, I don't think he he never really got close to scoring on his own takedown. It was some reattack stuff, but he did have Carr's leg up a few different times, and and Carr did have to um, kind of run out of bounds once or twice, actually, um, whatever you want to call it, flee run. Uh, he, I mean, he did have to kick out, limp knee out once or twice, so. You know, this is a match Hamidi can win. I I thought he looked um, bigger, not a lot bigger. Uh, I don't think he looked better. I think Carr, that's a match Carr can win, you know, eight times out of ten, nine times out of ten. But, you know, I think Hamidi is is solid and can sneak a match out, you know, depending on the, the time and the situation. I'm, I'm kind of with Corbion. on, I, I, I'm interested to see if Carr can go down to 57. I don't know that that's in the cards, but uh, I think it's something that they should probably look at. And that, I mean, that's coming from me, just a random bystander. But I, I do think it's something that, that should be thought about, especially with Gaton who looked awesome and he looked small for 174. I think he's ready to go right now. He's just not a 74 pounder. So I'm, I, I'm sure that's something we'll get to here, here next, but yeah, man, I was, I was surprised that Hamidi was able to get to legs a couple of times. But uh, Carr did what he did, and and he got the he got the win.
0: Corby, what do you think this does to Dean Amity's stock?
1: I don't think it does a whole lot at all. I think it, uh, I think you know, it stays the same. I think Dean, I don't want to say this without seeming like I, you know, I, I think Dean needs to understand that if if you're going to let these high level guys and on your legs all the time, they're gonna finish right. They're gonna they're going to be able to get to finishes on you. Right. So I think he, you know, sometimes a lot of these scramblers, you know, they want, they want you to be in there, but if you let a guy in a good guy, guy over and over and over, they're going to find ways to finish. So, you know, I just, you know, maybe a little more baseline first and then, you know, use the, use the scrambling, but um I don't know, just my opinion. Um, 74, Um um you know gets a match gets a match this weekend he loses in overtime to buffy um you know mj's hot he you know he pins tristan wills you know who's little rock's best guy down in the match gets a body lock pins him so coming into this match and you know and and the way this duel is gone and you know you want to i mean true freshman you want to earn some you want to earn you know earn some respect in that locker room in a dual meet like this your teammates have all been bloodied a bunch of them have been upset and you go go out as a true freshman and and you know have a pair on you and and stand <laughs> there and fight you know and and win the match right route gets gets his first oh you know, win and and uh good for him right um you don't see too many Oregon kids you know end up in the in the big ten and, and uh, you know he goes over to Wisconsin and uh, let's go right good win for him and and I like it right and I like MJ stock doesn't drop for him I think he's a little small for the weight I think Rowley is fairly not big for the weight but he's he I would say you know not small either um so yeah, I liked it uh, what'd you think about 74 good match four to three what'd you think Jake?
2: Yeah, you know, I think I remember sending something in the in the group chat about Rowley looking really tired. I can't remember if it was after the first or the second period. So I was actually extremely impressed with him, kind of just being able to battle back and and stay in the match because I I thought the match was trending uh, MJ's way. But uh, to be honest with you, I thought MJ shot himself out of the match. I think if you if he makes one or two little, um, you know, and that's like match, match awareness and match adjustments. I think as a true freshman, maybe you're not, you're not prepared for that. Um, especially wrestling the type of schedule that he's going to wrestle. So I think he's, uh, like, like you said, a little small, I think rally's not, not huge, but not small for the weight. So I, I was extremely impressed with both. Um, I re- I really did think that was, uh, Gaton's match to lose, but Riley found a way to get it done in a, in a duel that was not trending Wisconsin's way. So I, I think that's extremely impressive for him to pull that one out. I know, I know Zach probably has a few words on this, but man, I thought I I was, I was impressed with uh, Gaton.
0: Yeah. I think for me, the, Two main things with Gaetan over the weekend was it kind of confirms some of the things I've been hearing behind the scenes from the team and people around the team, I guess, about Gaetan is that he is kind of surprising people in the room. Um, The fact that he's even competing, I think we can all agree that he's probably more of a 65-pounder than a 74-pounder. I know we've talked about it on the show. But the fact that he's competing at the level that he is, pinning Tristan Wills, who, like Corby said, is probably the best guy, the most credentialed guy on that Little Rock team who is, you know, they're, they're an up and coming team, let's admit it, but Tristan Wills was kind of the the captain of that ship and Gaetan in his first ever college match, he ends up pinning the guy. So I think he's going to remind a lot of Cyclone fans of Jarrett Dagan, where he's going to give up takedowns here and there and he's going to kind of put you on the edge of your seat, but he's so funky. He's always kind of in the match. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if dresser throws them in some more heated dual situations later on in the year um, I'm excited for the NJ Gaitan show it kind of reminds you of that Ian Parker cannon store those freshmen that we had and that kind of That was kind of the first recruiting class that kind of tried to get Iowa State in this direction And then now I think we're in you know an even better direction with these two guys But it starts with the freshman class like we're having right now And uh, I think the freshmen are kind of the theme of this team um, But there's also a good veteran mix, like our next guy, Marcus Coleman, who, sheesh, this guy is looking good. Um, He's picking up right where he left off the year before. Marcus Coleman is probably the epitome of the Kevin Dresser era, in my opinion, when Marcus Coleman... And uh, dresser first linked up. I remember, I believe it was St. John talking about how high he was on Marcus Coleman. They did a whole article, I believe, on the Des Moines Register back in the day talking about, you know, the potential that's there in this Ames kid. And he is looking to be every bit of the All-American that he was last year. And then some, I don't know too much about Tyler Dow or Dow or Doe, however you want to say it. Corby, is there, do you, you know, a little bit of everything with everybody. So pretty good win. Is that what should have happened, a pin in a minute, or, yeah, a minute 45? What What'd you think of uh, this bonus point victory for the Cyclones?
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought maybe a major here, Coleman pinning Dow the way he did. I mean, this could be a weight class for Wisconsin. I mean, for Wisconsin in the Big Ten, it's, you know, they're going to have to find, you know, some something to, to put in the 84. I mean, I don't know if Dow... No, they're gonna there's gonna probably be multiple guys. I mean, I don't know that um you're gonna be able to run the same guy out at eighty four every time, right? In the Big Ten the way it is. But um yeah, no, good win for Coleman. Um pin, right? Um that was kinda like the point in the duel where right that kind of that pin there kind of was like, Wow, that you know, it's over, you know, nothing you can do. Um, so and then we go to ninety seven in that match kinda um, the way I kind of thought it would go, um, you're gonna see a better Amos this year. I believe that. I think the weight cut. I think just adjusting to college and and um just the whole thing. I think uh, you're gonna see you know better Braxton Amos. And I think we did see one there. Um, younger, um, good, um, you know, Warner, younger Dean. I mean, you've got you know guys there that I mean, Younger's talented enough. I mean without no it um so yeah i mean it's it's gonna get interesting um and then we go to heavyweight man i, I was excited about this one um you know I, I i know sam a little bit from you know being at buffalo and when uh you know akins was up there and that actually lived together so i i got to know sam and and uh you know great kid and and, uh, you know, when he hit the portal, was looking for a home. And, and I was, uh, he needed confidence, right? It was uh, believing in himself. He had all the tools in the world. And uh, he just needed to, you know, have somebody pat him on the butt every once in a while instead of yelling at him all the time. And, and, uh, it's working, right? The kid's good. He's got talent, he believes in himself. And, and so, yeah, good win over Hilger. And he also beat, uh, uh, Tay this weekend from from Campbell, who's ranked. So you know, good for him. You know, I know he beat Hendrickson in freestyle over the summer. So um you know, good for sam Things are starting to click a little bit for him. This is uh, you know last year eligibility, so good for him, kid. I'm happy for New York kid, Long Island kid. That you know, Iowa State definitely wouldn't have looked out of high school, right? It wouldn't have been a kid they recruited, no doubt about it. And uh, this kid's made a lot of you know out of himself and. Uh, good for him right and uh so yeah we'll see now last year and i i know we're going to probably segue right after this cuz i don't do it right now i know you're going to um, act right into december 4th i know that's where you're going to go next so talk about it at least but last year december you get stalled I, I, out i wasn't going to go there but I'll, Essayope, right
0: i wasn't going to i actually wasn't going to go there because over the weekend you know, first of all, last week I did get all the chirps from in the Discord about the Hawks and how you know, it's the, the the it's not a rivalry because they win all the time. But who concerned themselves over the weekend with something that doesn't have anything to do with them? So is it a rivalry or is it not? You know, I I just. I can't tell with these Hawkeye fans; they want to get in the DMs and everything, and say that it's not a rivalry. But here they are caring about December fourth. I think it's safe to say that we're all excited about it.
2: I know I'm. I mean, like Corby said, I know I'm excited about it. I already sent you over my preview this morning, so I uh, it's a it's a it's a topic of conversation in a couple of group chats I'm in, especially big wrestling people and you know a bunch of Iowa fans. I think. Um, you got those Iowa fans all worried, Zach.
0: Uh, as they should be. At least, at least I think it's going to be competitive. And I think, I think it's, uh, I think the rivalry is back on. I think it's safe to say, no matter who wins, I think that there is, um, there is some bad blood between the teams. And there's some, I should say, not bad blood, but competitive blood. I think that both teams really want to win, and both teams are. This is, this is what everybody wanted, you know what I mean? Whenever we had the whole KJ era and things were not looking as good as maybe the, the former glory days and all I heard from Hawkins was, well, I wish the rivalry was back. I wish it was competitive again. Well, in my opinion, I think it's competitive again. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to make this focused on Iowa and Iowa State what do you guys think Iowa State's ceiling is now? Has it changed for you guys after this duel or is it kind of the same as it was before I'm higher than I used to be. And I know that's crazy because I picked two Iowa state champions and uh, who knows if that's going to come to fruition, but I think I have a little bit more, you know, bullet points underneath what I was saying. Are are you guys higher in Iowa state now than you were three days ago? Um,
1: it's hard to say, right. Um, you know, did we see a, up wisconsin and then down i mean an up iowa state you know a little bit of a, a down wisconsin there i'm not sure um i thought they were a pretty good team anyway um i thought they had some holes right um yeah i guess you'd have to say that that you're a little more high now right i mean skyler comes out and beats hilger i mean i don't think many people thought that when that happens now right his stock jumps up a little bit Terrakina beats Barnett so you got to think um yeah I mean I think their stocks up a little bit from you know uh where I thought they were going to be I would say in a few weight classes so yeah I mean I'll give them a little bit of a bump there um what do you think Jake
2: yeah I I think um I think a small bump I don't think a Um, large, anything crazy, I think that they're still like a three or four all American type team at nationals. They're an awesome dual team. Um, but when, when it comes to like, you know, placing high at the national tournament, I think they have a lot of like round of 12, round of 16 guys who can continue to improve and and maybe jump into that top eight, um. Top eight conversation, but you know, right now I think you're still probably looking at a top ten to twelve team at the national tournament. Um now if there was a dual national tournament, yeah, you know, they're probably a top eight team, maybe a top six team. But uh we don't do duels, so we do individual and I, I think they've still got some some You know, they need to show some more improvement before I I start talking about them being like a trophy team or a top six team.